Hello and welcome to By Its Cover podcast, one marriage's journey through movie night using only the covers of movies found on streaming services. I'm one half of your host, Bree. I'm the other half, Kevin. And today we have a very spicy special friend. Wait, Don't. that sounded weird. Oh, I did yeah. like I did it. Sorry. Who's our spicy special friend? I feel like I'm part of a throuple now that I didn't know about. Ah, two podcasts in a row. Oh, gross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we have with us Brandon Valentine. Hello, hello. Brandon is the host of several podcasts, yes. um, which at the end of the show, you'll get to plug all your pluggables, which I'm sure you have a litany of them because you're a very busy bee. Um, but Brandon is here today to talk about a movie that he chose. Uh, do you have anything you want to chit chat about before we get started on that? Um, I want to clear really it up for it. the listeners at home. Uh, Bree's the only one that found Brandon spicy. Um, <laughs> well, I, I mean, do want If you're watching the video, I mean, Bree is in the middle of a you know a, a sandwich here. So I oh, am. such a sad doughy sandwich. Yeah, like, yeah, if it was just uncooked br- biscuit. <laughs> i think you both are very handsome are we spicy though I, well i don't know if brandon's spicy if, but if I, know. I was a hot sauce what kind would i be smile I, <laughs> I would say that i would put you towards the end of the hot one scale towards the end of the oh, hot one scale yeah. it's because uh the little peppers are the spiciest brandon <laughs> Yeah. Oh wait, no, no. I'm regret. I am a big pepper. <laughs> I'm big pepper. <laughs> uh, all right, no escape room. You yeah. picked this one, Brandon. What made I, you pick no escape room? I actually technically didn't pick it. Beach picked it. I was oh. telling him that I wanted to do the show, and he's like, "Oh, let me look." And immediately he's like, "Here, this one." So I was like, um, "Sweet." Okay. So, all right, Beach. So this was actually Beach. He picked this one. We've had less scientific methods for movie picking on this podcast. (laughs) Okay, Um, so I'm going to share the cover on the screen for those that are watching. And Brandon, you get to describe this cover. Um, It's quite interesting. It shows a girl who looks like she's had a very rough day. Um, (laughs) I mean, a really rough day. I mean, you know, like one of those, like, I don't know, I'm trying to think like a a date with Bill Cosby kind of rough day. And then... (laughs) she's crawling across the floor reaching for a key that looks like it's covered in blood Mm -hmm. and that's really the 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 picture i mean that's the whole thing and then it's got the the no escape room and you know the solve to survive is the 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 (laughs) i love it solve to survive is there like there's a key in the room covered in blood you see I'm nothing sure, else. That's pretty sure the, the solve right there. You grab the key and go, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I got this one. Damn it, yeah. they solved it again. So yeah. if I may, there's a couple things that I want to point out. Um, first of all, the key looks to be like some sort of oldie skeleton key yeah. shape. It's not like a am going to go to my locker and unlock it you know or my front door uh also i would like to point out the font of the no escape room looks almost like a maze i did see that yeah that is really cool and then there's a um ratchets and gears underlaid in um uh, underneath the title so i assume that there's going to be some sort of mechanism at some point i I also want to point out can you zoom in on the on the letters again brie no escape room yes 
These are the easiest to solve fucking mazes I've ever seen. Come on. One is literally just straight down. (laughs) The circle, just you go in the circle and you'll find your way. Yeah. That for whatever reason drives me nuts. But like, they're not tough mazes. I don't know why. (laughs) Uh, Some of the weirdest things drive you nuts. Like young hatchet when it's an ax, not a hatchet. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And then is, does she have a burn on her shoulder? Can you zoom in on that? It it looks looks like like a burn or a scrape or something. Yeah. There's definitely some blood underneath. She's got smeared makeup. Um, What's kind of weird though. And correct me if I'm wrong. Like she looks like she's wearing a jean jacket. Mm-hmm. Correct, but then uh, or this, a sweater like a gray sweater. Okay, but, but then when she's reaching out, it doesn't look like it's in the same fabric that's on the right hand side. Like um, this. Let's see inside. Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> Enhance. That's her mouth. Whoa. That's her mouth, babe. Enhance. She got a chin butt going on. She I don't does. trust her already. She's going to be the villain because she got a chin butt. Um, but I, you see what I'm saying? Like this looks more jean flavored than this does. I mean, it probably is the same pattern, but this little, uh, blurb over here, it look, it makes it look like she's got her hand out of her jacket right here. Yeah. I also think it's important to note there's a window behind her and I'm just like, Oh, if you need to escape the room, break the window. Yeah. <laughs> I can see this. What if this is the laziest Saw movie? That, that's a, one of the things that actually, like, once I really look at it, I'm like, it does kind of look like that. I, I'm thinking that or, like, you know, Saw meets Fifty Shades of Grey. I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking here. I mean, <laughs> so okay. this actually uh, it leads me to a theory. Because uh, this movie, at first, when you, we said no escape room, I was like, one of you screwed up the name of that movie. There's no way it would be called no escape room. Because one, I was like, an escape room, the point is to keep you in it already. Yeah. Like, it, it just left out the dumb part where they're like you can't escape room um <laughs> but i was like do you guys mean we're gonna watch 1994's no escape starring ray liotta because in that case hell yeah i'm lying to you guys and saying i've never seen that um or are we watching like the the 20 teens movie like escape room um oh. and then i was like what if those are mashed up and it's about like ray liotta dropped on a prison planet that he's trying to escape death traps. And I was like, hell yeah. Which I think every movie should now from now on be a combination of two movies that share a word. I think we should start with my first movie, which is the empire strikes back to the future (laughs) in which uh, a young teenage Anakin Skywalker uses the force and Yoda to travel to the present day to keep himself from becoming Darth Vader after he found a almanac full of pod racing scores and used it to become an evil empire. That might actually be more watchable than the last trilogy. (laughs) Oh, I liked the last trilogy. Uh, I also think Black Hawk Down to Earth, in which Chris Rock plays a black guy that dies but gets reincarnated as a soldier during... uh, the battle of Somalia and he has to save his fellow soldiers that were stranded in a crashed black Hawk helicopter. So I thought we were going to go more like a black Hawk down under and make it like 
a black hawk. I didn't know of a movie that was called Down Under. I knew of Thunder well, Down Under. Crocodile Dundee Down Under. That was the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, I got it. I don't connect them oh, title to title. It's it, everyone thinks it sounds easy until you try to do it. Yeah. I I'm not even gonna try. My brain doesn't work like that. <laughs> Now you see me, myself, and Irene, a man uh, that has multiple personalities, uses stage magic to try to win Renee Zellweger's heart. (laughs) Okay, Brandon, have you ever done an escape room? Um, I have. I have actually. I, I, I like I, you just I, did with my genius conversation. I All did. Right, it was, continue. I'm going to notice right you. Out of it. You know, butted me. All right. <laughs> escaped right out of that conversation, well, which because, I mean, after listening to by its cover, she's gotten very good at that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, part of the thing is, is you were doing a shtick, but neither of us had anything prepared, so we couldn't contribute. It was just you. Zip zap zapping yourself. Urban cowboy bebop. I'm using Brandon's bebop, cowboy bebop poster behind him. I'm fucking Kaiser Sozaing this stuff. Okay. Okay. Urban cowboy. Oh. That would yeah. be but isn't You're that just, just what cowboy bebop is? Smashing them together. I mean, isn't cowboy bebop just urban cowboy? I mean, isn't urban cowboys about. No, that's midnight cowboys. Midnight mm-hmm. cowboy bebop would be about gigolos in space. <laughs> Which, once again, have you ever watched cowboy bebop? Yeah. No. It's kind of, that's okay. what it is. But, but okay. Bree's like, I hate you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I in the middle of this bullshit? Hey, Bree, do you want an escape room? Guess what? There's no escape room from this conversation. <laughs> I'm yeah. the one that can end this broadcast, damn it. <laughs> okay, Brandon, you have done an escape room before. Yes, I have. Did you succeed? Yes, I did. Okay, cool. Did. Within the allotted time? Yeah, but it was weird because the the bad part was is it was just ended up like the people that were supposed to be with us didn't show up, which is typical of my friends. But it was just me and me and my wife Amber, mm-hmm. and I was able to figure most of it out. So I was like, next time we need to find a better one that's more challenging. Because if I figured most of this out, that's probably <laughs> easy. So. That's awesome. Kevin. But I do love puzzles. I love how puzzles. Much, so that's kind of how yeah. many things did you break? None. That they know of. <laughs> <laughs> I know Kevin hasn't been in an escape room. No, and I refuse to. Okay, what's your thought process behind that? Because I know your family, they'd all look at me and be like, you've already figured this out, right? Because you're an English teacher. You probably read about this in a book and it had a similar plot. And I'd be like, no, I, I'm going to sit and cry in this fucking corner, okay? That's what I'm going to do. That's my escape is disassociation, all right? Did you not understand? I use jokes to deflect from my feelings. I don't know how to handle actual situations. <laughs> and, and being an English teacher, I mean, what? So you read a little bit, you know. Yeah, Sherlock exactly. Holmes. It's that not a useful skill. Yeah, it's I read Sherlock Holmes. It doesn't make me Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> Civilization ends. I'm fucked. I'm like, oh, who's going to care that I know the what the, the Hunger Games Pan Am is a reference to Roman civilization with blood and circuses? That's going to be less than useful. <laughs> Unless it's a Hunger Game themes escape room. No. The no, because only then he just thing knows is, stuff but won't be able to do it. Yeah. The only thing that's going to be useful about me in a post apocalyptic world is that since I was a book learning guy, I have soft hands. So I can just be the happiest, softest-handed jerk-off boy in the prison camp. I, like, that's all I'm going to be in the future. 
<laughs> it's one of those things, just because you read things and watch things doesn't mean you're good at it. I yeah. mean, it's like, you know, when I was younger and we caught my dad watching porn and my mom's like, well, you think he'd finally be good at it by now? And it's like, all right, then. <laughs> Go Brandon's mom. <laughs> wow. Six kids later and everything else and way too much porn, still not good at it. <laughs> Um, so I have done an escape room. I did one in Germany. Uh, you know who else did an escape room in Germany? <laughs> I was going to make it go. I'll be good. You guys are They're awful. pretty good at those escape rooms, but <laughs> it was it was really fun. Um, I thought I was going to be much better at it than I was, and uh, I'm glad there was a group of like, Kevin, shut your face. I want to make so many jokes. I know you do. <laughs> was it 1930s themed? No, it wasn't. It was mad scientist themed. Did you have to wear a little like? <laughs> That's not star? better, Germany. <laughs> it's not. Did you have to wear a little star on your ear? Yeah. Oh. Um, was there a portion where they're like, "Be very quiet in this no, attic"? We traveled back in time to um, <laughs> to the medieval times, and we had to solve a puzzle in a castle. <laughs> was it Wolfenstein? <laughs> No, I would love no. that if Germany, they're like, they're like, we're taking you on a time travel. And they're showing a little video and it's like 80s Germany, 70s Germany, 60s, 50s, 40s. They just really speed really quick through. <laughs> and then they're like, OK, oh, thank God. We're back in the middle to ages. Oh, when we yeah. were good again. <laughs> um, skip everything from 1900 to like 1970, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> so knowing now that two of the three of us have actually been through an escape room and Kevin refuses to do one uh brandon did you want you kind of mentioned what you think this movie's going to be about did you want to say anything more about that i mean like i said i mean it's not to sound bad but i mean by the the, the picture and the name i mean i'm guessing it's going to be they're going to be in an escape room it's probably going to be something kind of like the uh uh what's his name holmes the the house in chicago Oh, H.H. Oh, Holmes. H.H. Holmes. Yeah, there we go. I don't know why I couldn't think of the name. Something. I'm thinking it's going to be something along those lines, like an H.H. Holmes type, like, because hmm. I'm thinking it's going to be, to make an entire movie, it can't just be a room. Right. It's going to have to be like a building. So I'm thinking like an H.H. Holmes type thing where it's a building that they got to escape from, but I'm pretty sure they did a movie with that with Lynch, uh, uh, what's his name? Vincent D'Onofrio called The Cell or something that was very similar where it was like a big, huge square and they had to try and escape all of it. But that's kind of what I'm thinking. Something like that. That's going to be more cube? of a, a yeah. Cube? Is that what it was? That was kind of like that. It was a big escape room where yeah. But I think it's going to be a like a hotel type of kind of like you know, yeah. Okay. H H Holmes, kind of thing. I'm All hoping because right. if it's just someone in a room, I've seen that. It's called like the the one with Ryan Ryan Reynolds where he's stuck in the coffin, and I'm like, this is boring after about ten minutes. Buried. Wasn't that Buried. what it was? Yeah, that, we yeah. also lived through 2020. We all fucking. Yeah. Did that. <laughs> it's not impressive. Was, I love Ryan Reynolds, but that is the worst Ryan Reynolds movie ever. I'm like, I, you're in a fucking box, dude. <laughs> you can't charisma your way out of no. a box. No. <laughs> um, Kevin, what is your prediction? You didn't like my Ray Liotta R.I.P. movie that they like no. CG him in? Okay. Uh, my actual, I hope it's this. I hope this is a, a, a movie about a, a, a lady that has too much hubris about her ability to solve puzzles. And she <laughs> she gets real cocky about it. She becomes the world's best escape roomist. And uh, then one day she gets an old timey postcard and it says, there's no escape. 
in this room. And she's like, challenge accepted. And she goes there to escape. And that whole movie takes place in that room until the last scene. She's in there with like three people. All right. A guy that's like, every room has an escape. And a guy that's like, this room has no escape. And then like a teenager that's like, I'm not even supposed to be here today. And they're all in the room. And then one by one, they get killed off. And she has to like, at the very end, the guy's like, oh, there is no escape for me, but there is for you. And he like shoves her into another room and then he gets killed by like a, a paper shredder. Um, and then she like turns around and she's like, I escaped this no escape room. And then she turns around and then there's another room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That, that, I, that, that does actually that sound quite interesting. So. Um, so my first thought when I saw this cover is, yeah, it's going to be an escape room, obviously. Uh, however, it reminded me a lot of the sci-fi movie, The Cube, uh, which had David Hewitt in it. And it was a, a room and the cube itself was like so many cubes by so many cubes. And if they would have just stayed in their original cube, then they would have been able to not go through all the murder and death and blah, blah, blah. Um, so that was my first thought when I when I saw this. But I think that it's definitely going to be a cross between Saw and the cube, um, which if you haven't seen that movie, it's actually a pretty good sci-fi movie. Um, but I think it's going to be like her and her friends are trying to figure out what to do for the night and they all go to an escape room together and it's just going to be horror show after horror show. And I think that Kevin's right. I think at the end that she's going to think she's free and then she's going to have to either start over or realize there's a whole, there's, there's no escape. Essentially. I would also love, uh, what if it's an actual escape room? Like it's just a commercial one <laughs> and like some minimum wage employee just opens the door and she's like you guys were in there for a long time are you sure and she just walks in and it's a fucking bloodbath like they all turned on each other and she's like oh my god what did you do the clue was behind the clock oh my god the key was on the fucking floor kind of like tucker and dale <laughs> tucker and dale versus evil which doll goes bad yeah yeah. yeah, I would love a movie if they like the minute the door locks, like one guy just immediately goes into like psychosis. He has a breakdown. He's like, I can't handle being in here. <laughs> Finds everything sharp and just starts yeah. stabbing people. <laughs> He's like, we got to figure out food sources. Who's the weakest? They die first. We eat them. <laughs> like, Jesus, Jeffrey, we have peanuts. <laughs> we have five even... minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, does anybody have anything else they want to suppose about this movie before we go watch it? I don't know. I, imagine. Quite interesting. I, I do want to say this, though. It's either going to be that or it's going to be um, two girls and a guy and his dog and another kind of gay guy that doesn't want to admit it, and they're going to be, you know, what row. Did you just make this it. the amateurs? No, I tried making it Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo, I was like, do you think that's Scooby-Doo? <laughs> and also that dog. <laughs> long times I watched Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Which one's kind of gay but doesn't want to admit it? Fred. Shaggy. Oh. Oh, wow, see, this is what I thought. It was going to be great dissension. Um, we all know that Daphne and Velma belong together, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we all know I, Velma's the hotter one. Oh, for sure. We know that they keep Fred around because Daphne can't admit it, and he's yeah. her reverse beard. <laughs> yep. And it's kind of it's one of those. I think what it is. I think Fred does the same thing. He just keeps 
that you know both of them around to make it seem like but really he's after shaggy it's like it's yeah. like one of those 1960s uh gay couples where a lesbian and a, a gay guy get married because they're like we have to run cover for each other yeah. and then like she's always just hanging out with her best friend and he's like oh this is my my old cricket partner or whatever sport he's <laughs> after shaggy but shaggy's just hanging out with with scooby yeah. so it's all weird <laughs> There's and, a lot of really weird innuendo in that movie. In that well, scene. and you know, Shaggy's just like, oh, the Scooby Treat's a Scooby Treat. Let's get <laughs> down <laughs> there. Yeah. Do, um, what do you want me to do for a Scooby Treat? Mm. <laughs> I have a prediction. Uh, a character is going to look through a keyhole and get knifed in the eye. Ooh. Oh, always. I think it's going to be an ice pick, though, so it really fits in there. Yeah. Do you think that anybody, any of the original escape room visitors are going to survive? No, I think it's going to be something like Kevin said. At the very end, it's going to be one person is going to, like, escape. But then once they get out, they're going to realize either they've escaped into a whole other room or they've gone right back into it. Okay. Or it's going to be like, I think, you know, kind of like this, like Saw, where they suddenly just wake up in the room rather than, it's either going to be like you said, where it's a big group that's like, hey, let's go do this. Or it's Mm -hmm. going to be like they just wake up in it. So something like that. I can't think of anything more deserving of a murder room than a bunch of people that are like, it's Friday night. Let's go to an escape room. <laughs> yeah. Either that or it's going to be one of those things like Guns Akimbo when all of a sudden this is going to be like all put out on the Internet and it's going to be a game. And they just, you know, they he wrote a bad review just, you know, and they, they sent him there as, as payback. So I would love in real life, if there was an escape room that like was streamed and you could like microtransaction to make it harder on the person in the room, <laughs> like that would be oh, so yeah. much fun. Like, Hmm, let's make more water. <laughs> yeah. Throw that thing with water. Uh, why did we even have an electrocute the floor option for a million dollars? Somebody <laughs> was going to pick it. <laughs> oh no. Like, Go yeah. fund me. Who's going to help me pay for this? Cause I want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Pitful bears why would we do this (laughs) i meant just make like the puzzle a little bit harder Peter's gonna have a real heyday with this stream (laughs) not if it doesn't hurt the bear if the bear is fed they should be on board (laughs) yeah they should be they're just feeding the bear i mean you know yeah we're not giving the the contestant any weapons to fight the bear i mean yeah You, you got to show up to the escape room with your own weapons. That's what I learned. That's why I'm always packing every family outing. Now we're just, you know, coming up with some great game show ideas, you know. Yeah. You never know when you have to put down a rabid Meemaw. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Our- all right on that note should we go watch a movie a movie oh good job brandon <laughs> let's watch a movie and we're back having just watched no escape room well welcome back i'm glad you all survived and we got did. out of the room you watched the movie in <laughs> but did we yeah who knows? I haven't. No, I have driven since then. I was going to say you have gone outside. That would be weird <laughs> if you hadn't. Uh, but did you find the key? <laughs> no. What did we snack on? What did we snack on? I don't know. This is a mystery. <laughs> um, I'm trying to recall what we snacked on. I don't know. I had, I had a pepperoni stick. Oh, okay. Uh, Brandon, what did you have to snack on? I actually barbecued bratwurst right before we 
So Oh, so you had a full on dinner. Yeah, I had a full on dinner while we watched it. Nice. Did you did you simmer them in some beer first? No, no, I'm not that German. <laughs> mm. Not that um, white. Just threw them <laughs> right in the oven until they screamed. No, 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 no. I used the barbecue. You got to get the flames. Either they're better when they're flame broiled. They scream more. <laughs> That's why Burger King is known for their torture devices. And then the juices, you know, make the flames come up more. It's all, it's a, you know. It's a yeah. vicious cycle. Yes, yes, it is. It's Speaking an aesthetic. Of a, a vicious cycle. Uh, this movie. <laughs> what? First of all, uh, I do want to point out, and we very rarely ever remember to do this. We actually found this movie on Netflix. <laughs> Yes, I really thought it was going to be on Amazon Prime, but Netflix had it for, for well, freezies, but yeah. not really. I, I got on Amazon Prime, but I mean, it was, yeah, but it was on Netflix, too. Yeah. So, um, Brandon, do you want to give a short summary of this movie? I, it ended up to uh, one thing I did not realize it was a made for TV movie for Sci-Fi Channel. Which I yes. did figure out later afterwards. So that that explained a lot. Where I'm like, there's really no blood. There's no gore. There's there's not. A, it was suspense. Um, but it really ended up being a lot of kind of what most of us said in the beginning before it started. It was pretty much right by the name escape room. Five people go in. You know, there's random things they have to do to try and figure out puzzles and move to the next room. And then there's a bunch of paranormal weird shit and. <laughs> <laughs> Two people get out at the end, but then, oh, do they? You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> the twisty twist. <laughs> yeah. To the to the screenwriter of this, I want to say you watched fourteen oh eight and were like, I could do it better. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out writing movies is tough, isn't it, bud? Yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean the the whole twisty twist at the end is exactly what we said was going to happen. Yeah. Do they actually escape? Is yeah. it? Yeah, I think the thing I didn't call was that it was going to be supernatural. Yeah, and the the whole timey-wimey thing, I didn't expect that either. Yeah. Well, I don't think they did either. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> it, I, I, uh, yeah. Uh, I have, I okay. Yeah, this movie, gosh dang, uh, this movie gave me uh, anger issues. And then that that like, and I was like, anger is a useless emotion in this scenario, Kevin. Just play on your phone. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So then I just like started soothing myself like a like a toddler. <laughs> it was very slow. There, there was a lot of points like me and my mm-hmm. wife watched and she's like, I'm like, what do you think? She's like, it's boring. <laughs> it was very, you know, the it pace def- wasn't there. It definitely I mean, there were <clears throat> there were definitely par- parts in it where you could tell it was there was a stop for a commercial break. Yes. I mean, that, and I think that that was the biggest thing that took me out of it is there wasn't that smooth. Like you don't realize how much a movie f- really flows until you watch a movie that's truly made for TV with those thoughts of commercial breaks in, in them, because they were very, um, obvious. very obvious. Yes. Thank you. Um, and that was, that was really interesting. Cause I, I mean, I, I love the sci-fi channel growing up. I watched sci-fi all the time. Um, And so for me, the whole time, I just kept thinking, man, this really feels like an episode of a TV series. Yes. Um, And yeah, this had soft pilot written all over it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It definitely felt like something that they were trying to springboard into something else. Um, 
so it's a, a father and a daughter, uh, Karen. Okay, can we talk about how boring the names are in this movie? Oh, yeah. So, so you've got Karen is the daughter. Yep. She's uh, she's a, I want to say spicy redhead, but she wasn't really all that spicy. No. Um, and then you've got and her- ambiguously aged too. Yeah. Yes. Because they have her like flirting with a guy that's clearly in his mid twenties, and you're like, mm. uh, like they're but the the show's like, yeah, this is fine. They yeah. can be a love interest. That's yeah. fine. So, so then you're you- like. What age are they? <laughs> You've got her dad, Michael, who um, some people might recognize from the age of Adeline. And then you've got uh, another guy named Tyler, a girl named Melanie, a, and a guy named Andrew. And then the most interesting name was Josie, who was, yeah. um, was, she, was she a ghost? Was she human? Was she a trapped soul inside this mansion? that's okay my my sneaking suspicion is this movie has two drafts okay like it got approved on one and then somebody wanted to go in and punch it up because this movie i will say the first like 35 minutes of it i am fine with it's i mean it's it's a made for tv horror movie but it's actually not terrible it's got some stuff in it that i really like like they like lampoon the know-it-all townsperson that's like you'll go up to the old miller house and you'll die and then she's like i'm just fucking with you yeah Yeah, it's an escape room what do you think it is and then like josie's in character and this movie's like yeah that's that part of this is fine up until even like uh is it andrew that like starts hallucinating Tyler. No, Tyler. Tyler. Okay. And he starts like hallucinating that he's got bugs crawling under him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fine, I'm cool with all this. Cause this movie also establishes like they could have been drugged by the tea. Right. Yeah. Which I thought they were going that direction, but they yeah. kind of, they kind of started to, and then they're like, yeah, no, maybe not. And then the moment they, so Josie is supposed to be playing this. She's like the, the person that kickstarts the tour for them or the escape okay. room for them by telling the story about the inventor and how he channeled like, evil experiments on people and like okay uh, eldritch abominations and all this shenanigans but and the townsfolk killed him it it was like it was trying to capture that feeling of 13 ghosts this movie is house on haunted hill 13 ghosts and uh 1408 all mixed together yeah and it doesn't quite get any of them no because it cha- it changes halfway through it becomes uh it does the house on haunted hill um 13 ghosts formula where it's like this this person built this machine this elaborate machine to do this thing and then that's like well but is it a real person that's manipulating it behind the scenes blah 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 but then it changes into like this house actually is an inter like dimensional yes. time loop but That's also where takes you to me. fictional pay places where like there's siren women that can wrap you up in uh, erotic bondage, Hellraiser chains. But <laughs> Which but I even not, got that a little bit, yeah. the Hellraiser a little bit with the house and the, the, the gears and how the house was changing and doing all that stuff. And the, the yeah. doors were closing. And I'm like, that was kind of a cool, intricate thing. And then all of a sudden they went with the whole like, oh, we're going to make it so you can suddenly you're in the painting and at the pond and then it's the timey wimey because the the footsteps that he saw before he went in the painting were the, his footsteps after he came out of the painting and you're like why yeah. why why are you doing this this movie is just hats on top of hats 
It, mm-hmm. The painting part reminded me of that one Cthulhu movie that we always watch randomly um, with Sam Neill in it. I'm sorry. You are implying we watch In the Mouth of Madness randomly? No, we watch that intentionally every yeah. year on a special day. And every year I'm like, I feel like I've seen this movie. And then we start watching it and I'm like, I have seen this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm but, not secret with when I will show it to you. <laughs> but there, there is, there's a painting in there and that's, a, that's a plot point in, yeah. in the mouth of madness. And it very much reminded me of what they were trying to do here with Michael going into the painting and, almost getting seduced slash killed by this siren lady in a random lake. Uh, Which, by the way, I looked at Kevin at that point and I was like, okay, he's going to have ended up murdering her, right? Like there's going to be a backstory where where she's like this ghost from his past where he murdered her. And he's like, no, that's not going to happen. And I'm like, that would have been so much more interesting. Like if all of these bad things were happening to these five people because of something they'd done in their past and it was coming back. That would have been amazing. But yeah. that, right? that was my problem. There was no nothing to any of it. There was no rhyme, reason, anything. I mean, why were these five people there? Why, you know, what, what did Andrew have to do with it? Why was he there alone? They kept asking him, but never answered the question. Yeah. Yeah, it's it almost like I said, it almost felt like a TV pilot where they're like, yeah, we got a season to answer these questions. Yeah. This will be fine. And then it never got finished or they never they were like, oh, this tested poor, terribly. But like, again, th- this movie just it, it chose to invest itself in things happening in the house instead of characters doing things. Yeah. Like nobody has any real agency. It seems the most interesting time loop that they set up was the. Um, Melanie and Tyler. Thing. Melanie yes. and Tyler, where they're where she's like telling him to run. But I'm like, sorry. Yeah. And apologize. Yeah. And we don't even get told that. Like, like when that scene comes back up, she's like, oh, he's already been dead. Like. It, yeah. There's nothing that prevents it. Like it would have been interesting if it would have caused him to run into and get killed you know but it just this movie doesn't care about its characters it cares about i think it almost feels like caring about how smart it thinks it can make the twists that happen to people it it almost felt like it cared more about the um the actual puzzles in the room than it did about the people moving through it's more about the house than the people yeah, which, the the ironic puzzles, <laughs> which was interesting to me because it's like they had this backstory with the inventor that that tried to take five souls for some reason or another. He was trying to communicate with the dead. Like, do we know why he did this? And they never actually resolve this storyline with the inventor. There's no there's no picture at the end with all five of the players back in ye oldie garb. And it's like, oh, this is this is reincarnation or this is just a a constant loop or something that not not any of that and you're like well are these the original five or is he just constantly doing five 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 and just murdering all these people in this house yeah we actually the inventor never becomes an actual character in this story Mm -hmm. like he he supposedly kills josie and inserts a key inside of her which again i think is kind of a neat thing like for a horror movie standpoint like you've got to get the key out of her and it kills her in the process and so they do that but it's like it never it never has a payoff because it's like all the supernatural shit keeps happening Mm -hmm. there's at no point do any of the care and what's also weird to me is none of the characters seem like 
particularly like, hey, wait, this is changing our worldview that ghosts are real. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, yeah that, uh, that's a, that happens in escape rooms. Sometimes <laughs> you run into demon paintings. That's not going to affect me at all. <laughs> Sometimes there's a, you know, a dead person that starts to reach out for you and look at you. I mean, yeah. while you're laying in a morgue next to them, which. <laughs> Super random. Yeah. They, these people have like at moments, they, they all are dumb, but they have remarkable resiliency in their yeah. like supernatural, like, huh, you know, Mondays, am I right? You know, <laughs> sometimes you get ghost corpses <laughs> reaching was- out at you. It was really funny because it, Brandon, when he was watching the movie, he messaged me and he's like, I found a spot that you gagged. I'm sure of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, which spot? And he goes, the toilet part. And I'm like, yep, totally did. <laughs> At yeah. one point, they have to like go and find a key inside of a dirty, grody toilet that has a, a hand in it. And the, I definitely, I definitely yeah. gagged. <laughs> but then, like, that was one way it didn't make any sense either. He reached in, found the hand, and then suddenly she has to reach in to grab the keys. Yeah, like, his Why hand could, is already his gross. Hand's already, yeah, it's already dirty. Just freaking reach back in. Now both of you have <laughs> shitty hands. Well, and you can't tell me that they're, <laughs> that, like, they're in. That was funny. <laughs> um, you can't tell me that they're in the area where, like, the inventor was like de- dissecting bodies. You can't tell me there wasn't something in there that they could have put on their hand to reach in there that made it so like a latex glove or something so that they uh, wouldn't have had to. Also, uh, kind of mean on the inventor, like, hey, I need to harvest five souls. I'm also going to stick some keys in toilets. All right. Like that's. <laughs> With a random hand. Like why Why was the hand randomly thrown in the toilet? Yeah, like- th- as far as an escape room, like if this is. Hey, that's this is the thing that doesn't make sense. Also, if he's been doing this, he waits till escape rooms are popular. <laughs> like he was murdered in like the 1920s, and he's like, "This will take 90 years to get my revenge." But like, trust Eventually, me, this one day, yeah, people are gonna want like go and pay to go into rooms and then not be able to get out, and that's when Professor Cornelius Thistlebottoms gets his revenge. <laughs> And that's the thing too, is it's like they could there's no backwards. There's nothing to it. I think that's for no. me. It's like, I like a story like, and I like to know what's happening. And I mean, they didn't go back and say, okay, until escape rooms were, were popular, this was a, this was a whorehouse. Yeah. Yeah. And just whenever you got five guys in it, you know, they were oh, all ready. That would make sense about the shitting. Exactly. Room. So yeah. yeah that's, that's oh, what, he catered yeah. to Germans. All yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> how did he what did he do up until you know escape rooms were popular i mean what, <laughs> what was it you walk in they're like hey there's a glass table and there's some weird stains how do you think we're supposed to get out of this room johnny he's like lay under the uh, table seen this one before all right um, look karen you're not gonna like the things i have to say uh, i'm gonna need you to get under that table and just know I ate a lot of fiber today. <laughs> oh, God. You can't see my face right now, but it's horrified. It um, so I think the other thing is it, that that fact that there wasn't really a through story for the supernatural, it, it's it definitely reminded me of 13 Ghosts because you have all of these rooms and all of these people. And ultimately, they come together to form this doorway or this portal or something. But there wasn't that there wasn't no. that final reveal of why the shit this is happening. There's there 
it, oh. there was no payoff yeah this is a horror movie blue balls yes it was there was no payoff <laughs> at all i mean even in horror movies there's some kind of payoff that says this is why it's happening but you're still stuck in the room yeah like you're used you know? to the villain like winning you know at the very end you know they think they've defeated him and then like freddie all of a sudden comes back and like pulls you through the the doorway or something and this yeah. one they're just like oh no we didn't get out of the escape room and you're like yeah but why does that matter but now yeah, like, everything's an escape room. <laughs> well, I, I know they said like Josie was like, hey, if you don't get out of here in time, you're going to be trapped forever. And you're like, I, fucking, I guess. Like, Yeah, the consequence of being trapped forever is now we're in our car and we have to keep yeah. figuring out puzzles for the rest of our lives. Like, Oh, God, that would be my there, hell. Just there puzzles. Wasn't, I mean, there wasn't even like a, a demon following them or no. there wasn't some sort of consequence for them like dying or something it was just like oh shit we can't get the car to start <laughs> i also like i don't just to me i'm like one there's two things i have a problem with this one after a while i think i would annoy that professor or the inventor enough that he would want to let me out Probably. like he'd just be like jesus christ i can't make these puzzlers puzzles simpler for you you idiot and i'd be like i bet you guy you can <laughs> just be like, it's a key. rubik's cube with one piece just twist it once and i'm like i can't do i don't i don't get it <laughs> i don't much. visually see those things in my mind's eye and he's like finally like, fucking push the button i'm like i'm like that's a trick not gonna do it he's like it leads to outside please just walk out the door <laughs> i just want you gone <laughs> the second thing like why does like if you knew you were in this infinite time loop and you were like reliving that same moment and then you'd like hit the realization oh god i'm in this puzzle you now know nothing has consequences yes you're trapped forever in that room but as a god yeah we'd get yeah. i'd get into some weird shit <laughs> oh my god the professor again would be like oh my god <laughs> I didn't even have a shitting table. He built that. He learned carpentry while we were in here. <laughs> he learned how to make glass. You would Groundhog's Day this? Yeah. And you would just yeah. like. Oh, I, I swear to God. It would, be, it would be three days later and he'd be like, fucking God, leave. Just go. <laughs> just go. I'm tired of you running your stand up set. I get it. It's oh, funny. Dude, he would love that. I would just like, hey, hey, we're trapped here forever. Guess there's no light to run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to learn some long form improv. Who wants to yes and with me? <laughs> premise punchline, premise punchline. Yeah, oh, God. He would be oh so, God. I'd just be sitting there I'm like, hey, professor, did you hear the one about airline food? What's the deal with airline food? And he, just, <laughs> he ends up killing himself. He's just like, God. He's like, what the fuck's an airline? Yeah. He's just eventually like, I don't think I survived this. Oh, am I in hell? <laughs> Suddenly he's trying to find the way out. Yeah. He's just like pointing to the keys. Like, please. It's like, no, I'm good, man. This is, this is fine. Every night a sold out show. Let me out. Let me out. And the weird part too was, uh, yeah, and I, that would be fun. But like when they came out of the bathroom, did you notice like nobody could notice them? Nobody even acknowledged them. Yeah. Like at I the very end. That. So I noticed that and it's like, so are they supposed to be ghosts? Are they ghosts? Are they dead? But, but they, they also interacted they, with the real world because because like the coin drop was the one she heard earlier. Yeah, the coin drop. But then everything else like but everything else I had to do with this. They, nobody else acknowledged them. Yeah. Except for themselves. So it's kind of. Yeah. Which that would be hell, too. If you're stuck there, then you're only doing your stand up to yourself. So it'd be like every other night. I've been at open mics. 
<laughs> yeah, Dude, so I. I would just I would just run around ghost pantsing people. This whole town would be like, "The fuck are we? Why? Who keeps Donald ducking us out here? What is going on?" Give, give me a pair of suspenders, stat. Oh, dude, I would. Oh, I would just, just snap them. Yeah, I would just treat everyone like it was a game of Sims. <laughs> and uh, I'm not saying I'd be an angry god, but like it would. We know you would be. Oh, he'd yeah. be old oh. testament. He'd be old testament. You know. Yeah. Well, it resets. None of this matters. I'm like, don't stick a nihilist in this situation if you don't like the outcome, man. <laughs> Groundhog's Day definitely yeah. with Kevin would not. It would not. He wouldn't no, win the piano. I would never have learned my moral lesson. <laughs> That's a movie you need to write. Is Groundhog's Day, but with just like Kevin's complete. Yeah. You know, like Groundhog's Day, but from a, a horror movie. Yeah, you don't stick a narcissist in that scenario. Like the, the narcissist movie, doesn't believe in morals. Yeah. Oh, cool. The horror cool. movie wouldn't be like the person who's stuck in ground. It's everybody else that's stuck with the person yeah. in Groundhog's Day. I would so. turn that, that that Twilight Zone story with that little kid with psychic powers. That would be oh. me. Oh, oh God. That that story terrified me. That movie part. Oh my God. Oh, that I, scared you. I was like, hell the, yeah, little dude. The, I get what you're at. With the bunny. Right? There was a buddy yeah. in it? Yeah, it was terrifying. Mm -mm. Yeah. No, yeah. I was like, yeah, playground. <laughs> Whatever, guys. You guys are saying a lot about who you are. As we, we do, I think we need to write that movie. That'd be I an amazing movie. I am the exact movie. reason why we don't have superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> I would be responsible. You, not so much. Oh, yeah, dude, you gave me laser eyes. If you took too long at, like, checking out at the grocery stand, boom, laser eyes in the back of the head. <laughs> I could see you being that 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 main character character from the boys. Oh yeah, no. Homelander. Homelander, yeah, yeah. you're definitely oh, yeah. in Homelander. a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Kevin, you say that. Yes, you, yes. you know, we always do that thing where we're like, "What would your superpower be?" And my answer is always something that would make me money. <laughs> that, yeah. That'd be my wife's answer too. She want to be like make a leprechaun. Me money? Being a god. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, pay me I, or I, die. <laughs> so this movie, obviously, uh, no escape room had some issues. Also, um, why why is it called no escape room? I mean, because it didn't escape. I know, but it just it tells you everything about like there is no escape from this room. You're like, no, it's, no. it's on the tin. Why should we be surprised <laughs> they don't get out? It's like you said that it, it seemed like a pilot. It was one of those things like it was, it seemed like basically like you mentioned, like the Twilight Zone. That's what it seemed like to me that first. It was a Twilight Zone episode that then took a weird turn about halfway through. Yeah. yeah. I I wish they would have committed to the supernatural and given me like a full supernatural story. I, I wish they would have committed to anything. Yeah. 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 I would have loved, actually, I disagree. I would have loved to have seen this being, you know what I would have loved is if that inventor would have made up all that bullshit and it turns out he's been alive the entire time and he's made all these machines oh. under his house and he's like, he's trying to harvest people to extend his own life. Like, and he's just this like 90 year old decrepit dude. Like Brandon mentioned H.H. H. Holmes. Yeah, yeah that, I would yeah. love that. I, I would, that would have been amazing if it had turned into like an H.H. H. Holmes type thing, which at one point I kind of thought maybe it was, but then it was like, once again, it was like they started going like when she was in the morgue. 
mm-hmm. and there was the the supernatural whatever outside making the noise and all that stuff and it's like oh it's gonna here's where the, the monster is gonna come in and they're gonna commit to nope never mind <laughs> yeah oh yeah if this would have been like him like oh dude there's a version of this movie oh i like that cabin I, I like the way you work spit it out okay you do 13 ghosts this is dude creating this elaborate machine to harvest energy but it's also like monsters inc like he's got to terrify them first because he needs the screams yeah he needs that energy to be like and then suddenly like cabins are throwing jokes and they realize it's yeah. actually jokes or more more energy no it doesn't need to turn into open mic the movie i don't as Which a comedian is, i don't think comedy should ever save the day no 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 um, no, no. no it's open mike wazowski hmm. get it get it get it wow i don't i don't like when you do this i don't well boo sometimes on you. sometimes yes ending can go horribly wrong yes again. Again. Uh, yeah but that could be cool like he has to like harvest them and he's just like all hooked up to these little tubes and shit and it's that the thing that's alive. keeping them alive yeah, yeah. i'd love that, I see that. And, but yeah. like i said they never committed to anything because then andrew mm-hmm. all of a sudden when they're they're escaping something grabs him sucks him backwards and then blood starts coming out the but what yeah which is the laziest way to kill someone in this movie <laughs> No, then the other person, you know, Tyler's just found hung for no reason. You know, she falls off a ladder and has a freaking pencil go through the back of her head and stick out her eye. That was the probably the coolest scene in the movie. Agreed. Yeah, but, well, it would have been weird if like one of them would have accidentally dropped that pencil at the start. Like, yeah, this movie has a bunch have of a Chekhov's um, gun. I mean, something, yeah, but a no, bunch of yeah. Chekhov's guns and a bunch of red herrings that never pay off. And then like there is no ultimate payoff. So you can't even be like, Oh, those red herrings were worth it. Like they distracted me. Yeah. Yeah. There, I think that's my biggest issue. I mean, it seems like it had potential, but they never committed anything. And then there was no payoff. I mean, the ending was, we knew what the ending was going to be before the movie started. Yeah. Cause that's what we all predicted that there was going to be at least one person was going to escape, but did they, and that's exactly what they did. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'd have stayed the painting with the hot chick that was into bondage. Yeah, that did look like fun. <laughs> that did look like fun. I mean, yeah, she was trying to drown him, but also I'm like, maybe she just was like, I want you to be clean first. Shower time. <laughs> she could have drowned she just him understand which, you know, Yeah, in that wetness. I mean, <laughs> he wanted a chick that was wet and ready to go. She was wet and ready to go. <laughs> oh, yeah, also, what the hell, like... The inventor invented erotic paintings that choke you to death. <laughs> See, we go back to the idea that it was a brothel before, you know, because they yeah. had to bring men in somehow. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just like, he like Rube Goldberg's a pencil to go through someone's head. And then he's like, if that doesn't get him, then the horror painting will. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like I said, then there was the whole thing of like the, the timey wimey that just what does that have to do with any of the paranormal? I mean, yeah. you went paranormal, then you went timey-wimey, and then it was well, mechanical, they... and then it was... Yeah. Brandon, what would you do to change this cover? Uh, I don't know. It's hard. I mean, it really, I mean, it's pretty accurate to what it is. I mean, it doesn't have a point, so neither does the... <laughs> the cover doesn't really have a point, <laughs> just like the movie didn't have a point. I mean... It's a real pizza cutter movie. All edge, no oh, point. Yes, all edge, no point. Wait, what? Oh, I sorry. <laughs> I was thinking pizza. I was like, you're pizza like pizza has, has three point. points, Kevin. <laughs> it only has a point if you cut it. If you just fold it and eat it, there's really no point. That's a 
I, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Brandon wouldn't change the cover. What about you, Kevin? Uh, first off, I would get rid of that maze, easily solvable maze shit, because that movie doesn't even stick with it. Um, no. In the font. Yeah, in the font. No. But uh, I think I would also... I think I would... I would really focus on that key. Yeah. As the, for the, and just, you know, have a tagline like, not all doors are meant to be opened. Um, Either the key or the phone. Yeah. Because that phone comes back again. Okay. Um, Yeah. But I, it's like, again, there's so many different parts of this movie. I don't know if you can pick one to be like, yeah, that's the image that really stands out as necessary um maybe you do i think you could get away with doing that room that escape room that they originally in with all the weird stuff on the walls oh the mask and like the closet yeah just like blood coming out of it or something Mm -hmm. like there's a body stuffed in there but even then like it's not like that movie does anything with that yeah yeah so i don't know brie what would you change in the cover I think what I would do is go more for like a horror film and I would have the front of the house, the escape room house, and I would have Josie in her ye oldie timey clothes kind of look wispy um, and have it kind of be at that dusk feeling. And um, maybe she's got the tray of tea in her hands and make it be no escape room. You know what? I changed mine. Okay. I'm going to go with the newspaper ad and then oh. the, blood, the bloody key on it, resting yeah. on it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. With the inventor information on it. No, though, where the ad for the escape room. Oh, because he read okay. it and then like, yeah, I would put the bloody key on it. Okay. That would be how I change it. That would be interesting. That, that, that could work. Make it like murder newsies. <laughs> oh my God. Has there not been that many horror musicals? I bet those would be dope as shit. That would be pretty You know cool. what was a, you know what was a good horror musical? If you was, say Repo, I'm leaving this conversation. First of all, yes, it was. But that was not the one I was thinking of. I was thinking of Anna and... Was it Anna and the Zombies? Um, God, that was really good. The Christmas was, uh, zombie musical movie? Yeah. And... The Apocalypse. Anna and the Apocalypse. That was a good movie. Brandon, you should check it out. It Which was one good. was it? It's British. Anna and the Apocalypse. Hmm. I'm gonna have to look at that one. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Where would you rank this as like scary houses to be stuck in? Between like you have 1408 House on Haunted Hill, 13 Ghost House, this house, and I'm trying to think what's another good haunted house movie. I don't know. Uh, the house from the haunting. Oh, I don't know because really, there's nothing in this house besides the fact that you're trapped in it. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, what's going to, it never really, and that's the other thing. It never really explains what happens besides that you're stuck there forever. So yeah. yeah. It, it, that's the other thing is like, does it drive you? It, it's inconsistent. Does it drive you insane enough to kill yourself? Like it did with, with Tyler. Tyler yeah. Does it like trick you uh, to fall on pencils? Like it did with <laughs> Melanie. Or it's like, I don't know, sometimes they'll just be like a random thing that grabs you, drags you down the hallway, and you explode in blood. Yeah. Uh, 
this movie just can't decide what it wants to have be bad bad things and, and like i said i think that was I, my biggest problem it just it couldn't focus on one thing it's like the, it's like a movie with adhd oh that's a good way to put it um as for your house ranking i think i would the the transparency of the 13 ghost house always freaked me out because i was like how do you go to the bathroom in that um <laughs> well you sell to the germans and then house on a haunted hill um was really um grody like not kept kempt <laughs> but it got us famke jensen looking was was that supposed to be chef's kiss because mm. it was more of like a <laughs> i was like a, I, I was i was like chef's kiss but also like mm, famke jensen uh <laughs> pre-x-men post xenia on a top golden eye famke brandon's not feeling it <laughs> dude she killed people with her thighs I mean, I guess yeah. that's a good way to go. I mean, yeah. And her name was a sexy pun. Yeah. Well, yeah, if it was a good. Bond movie, they were all sexy puns. Yeah, but Xenia on a top. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, never put that together. <laughs> well, it's like it's like pussy galore. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's just kind of there. <laughs> um, fourteen oh eight. I would hate. Uh, being stuck in a hotel room? Are you fucking kidding me? With no, no room service. Way. Mm. Oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who does that. Just lives in hotel rooms. And it's <laughs> away like from his loved ones. <laughs> the fourteenth, oh. well, thirteenth floor, but still, like that's real high up. And I don't do well with heights. Uh, so no, I think I, out of all of them, I think I'd just chill in that tea room. Yeah. <laughs> You just chill in the tea room. You're like, can I have some more of this, like, poison can I have tea? Some more tea, please, Josie. Yeah, she's like, you know, this is laced with drugs. You're like, yeah, I don't give a shit, Josie. All right, keep this trip coming. If I'm if I'm gonna be stuck here, let's keep doing this. Yeah. And I mean, that was the thing too. Like, there was so many like tropes that could have gone. Like you said, the 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 tea. You know, it's ergot yeah, tea. It makes you, you know, whatever. That it could be drugged. Huh. Yeah. We made it with ergots, and now you're going to have mushroom, you know. That'd be, that would be hilarious if there's, like, I want to do that where I make the movie. I get all the way through the movie. I give you that, like, that fuck you ending, like this one had. And then I put, like, Avengers-style, like, stingers at the end. So you get halfway <laughs> through, and it's, like, them waking up after tripping balls and being like, what the fuck, man? What happened? And then, like, it ends. And then you get to the very end credit stinger and it's them opening the door and it's just the movie starting all over again. So it's like, ah, which <laughs> ending was real? <laughs> what would be better is at the end if they were opening the door and they opened the door to their past selves. And so they came face to face with each other. Yes, that would be good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think one good ending would have been what, like you just said, they open the door and they walk back in and they start over. And that would make sense yeah. why Josie's like, oh, don't you remember me in the beginning? You know, she acted like she'd already met them. It's like, where where was that <laughs> timey-wimey loop right there? That that was a perfect setup for the loop. But then they just end up in their car, and the car's got a key, an, an old-fashioned keyhole now. It's like, wow. Yeah, but for the house thing, I would definitely stay in the, the, the house from no, no escape room rather than the other ones. Yeah. There was nothing scary there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm of the mindset that like 
eventually I'm going to make the Groundhog's Day universe you've stuck me yeah. in. Uh, I'll make it. That's one of those really like at a certain point, I would just know I would end up yelling at the inventor like, I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. And he's like, no. <laughs> okay, so Brandon, after we've ripped this movie to shreds, would you recommend anybody watch this? No, if you're going to watch this movie, have some mushroom tea first and make it interesting. <laughs> I mean, get some good ergot poisoning and you'll be fine. I mean, then the movie will be great. But other than that, pass. Okay, Kevin. Yeah, there's I mean, there's other movies that do the same thing. Yeah. Watch those instead. And it's not like 13 Ghosts or 1408 or any of those are like masterpieces. No, but that's better than this. But they're entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And Tony Shalhoub is in. Yeah. 13 also, I'm, I'm or, not going to lie. Uh, if your ghosts. elaborate death trap house can be beat by Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> you got a <laughs> shitty death trap house. All right. I mean, are you kidding me? He was. Yeah, monk. He was monk. He's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Not exactly known for his like, I'm gonna solve this 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 crime. <laughs> That's what Monk did. That's all Monk did. Yeah, but he would also not like that house because he would see was smudges dirty. on the glass. It was dirty. Yeah, <laughs> he would spend the whole time <laughs> trying dirty. to clean the house rather than yeah. solve one anything. guy that got cut in half in the house. He'd be like, No, I don't. I don't like no. that. <laughs> like that's gonna be so yeah, hard to clean up. End up watching Thirteen Ghosts. <laughs> Um, okay, so I also would not recommend this movie. Um, although I've had a ton of fun talking about it. <laughs> I had more fun talking about it than watching yes. it. Yes, me too. Yeah, agreed. Yes. yes. Um, so Brandon, this is your time to plug whatever you would like to plug. I'm not even gonna answer that He's question. Say his butt. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have okay, to about so Kevin, we- but <laughs> We just had Shay on the show and we're like, Shay, you probably don't have anything to plug. And she's like, you, you like you should have seen her face. I was just like, did she say plug? And I'm like, oh, my God, you guys are all dirty. Yes, we are. So, Brandon, is there anything you would like to share with yes, our listeners? Um, if you want to find me uh, on Instagram, I'm Mr. Underscore B underscore 666. If you're watching the video, you can see it on there. Um, I have a couple different podcasts that you can find. I do a, a conspiracy realist podcast on one where we talk about how stupid most conspiracy theories are. Um, and that's the one problem. Most people are like, Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. No, most of them I'm like, this is freaking stupid, but um, <laughs> so you can find me on that. Um, I also do re nerdish with Matt Gingrich where we just talk about nerdy stuff and have fun. So yeah. Nice. So yeah. Find me there. Kevin, Ka- where can we find you? Oh, gosh, you can find me at Kevin underscore egg on everything from Twitter, Instagram to TikTok. You can find me at Kevin Eggleston on Facebook or Kevin Eggleston dot com. And I have some upcoming shows and that fun stuff like this won't be posted before Sunday, will it? No. Gosh, dang it. Well, you should come out to Roastamania every time it's at Summit City Comedy Club or <laughs> Louisville Comedy Club and support me putting comedians up that are going to ruin each other's friendships. Nice. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and Bree, what are you working on? What can Where can we find you? Where can we see you? So my main love in life, other than you, uh, is by its cover podcast which you can find us on twitter tiktok instagram and tumblr uh at by its cover pod uh you can also find us on youtube and 
Facebook by its cover podcast. Uh, we would love to have you come and interact with us. Who knows? Maybe someday you'll get to guest star like Brandon, who's one of our top fans. I ask no more. <laughs> and uh, we absolutely loved having you on, Brandon. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, anytime. Taking time out of your busy schedule. And if if you're watching this, folks, or listening to it, give it give it a review. Yeah. That would that would be great. And then yeah, Brandon. Give it a review. Brandon did one for yeah. us. Give it a view. Then also what you should do is go steal someone else's phone and then really? listen to it on their phone to give more listeners. <laughs> and okay. then also go to an escape room after yes. you've stolen those phones. Travel back in time, steal more phones. <laughs> See, that's what they were doing when she took the phone. She was doing it so that she could mm-hmm. just watch by its or listen to by its cover on multiple phones to get more listenership. Yeah. Really, the hero of this was Josie. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, Brandon's a hero for quoting Kevin being a crazy person. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I listened to a ball. <laughs> All right, people, thanks for listening. And on that note, we're gonna leave you with comedy is the new sex. Comedy is the new sex.